Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And today is Saturday, August 21st, 2021. It has been a pretty productive day for me so far. It's about noon, and I've been up for seven hours so far. So I got up early. I got the day started off fairly early today at about five. And for a lot of people on Saturday, that's early. And for me, it felt early it felt like crap actually and when you wake up early sometimes you just want to dive straight back into bed and forget that you actually have things planned and so thankfully I didn't do that thankfully I woke up like right when my alarm was supposed to go off so I don't know like whenever I I wake up and it's not with an alarm I feel like much more natural about it and I actually don't feel as sleepy so that was good I got up and got some a little bit of my day started I have been doing the what's called the miracle morning it was made by Hal Elrod and he basically he has like six different things that he does every morning that right before he gets started in the day uh, one of them's like silence or prayer one of them is reading 10 minutes of a book one of them is what he calls affirmations or basically just his his things a little that's a little bit sketch to me I, I don't really know if I, I kind of agree with that part of it and it's just a little bit odd then he has visualization where you're basically planning for what you want your future to look like um, where your goals are headed and what what kind of thought process you're working on to get to where your goals are and then journaling and finally a workout and that's how he starts every morning and I gotta tell you it's awesome I mean it doesn't I'm not at the point where like I'm like jumping out of bed to wake up in the morning but I am it does make my morning and my day go a lot smoother it gets me moving it gets my head going it gets like gets the gears turning in my head a little bit and then it gets me the rest of my body woke up with the workout and stuff so overall very good I've been happy with it it was a great way to start my day I'd highly recommend it so got started off with that and then worked on research after that for the better part of about three hours so by the time I got started on that I think it was around 7 15 or so I wrapped that up about I don't know 10 o'clock so right around three hours of research there which is good learned a lot I mean that's really what I'm trying to do is trying to get better at researching products I think I think kind of the way that I'm looking at it is I pay for these discord groups every month and they're very helpful I would like to consolidate some of that into like maybe one or two groups rather than the three or four that I have right now but if I keep it at about probably two or three that's probably fine and because they each have their own things that they're just better at than the other one one's really good at cards one's really good at investments one's really good at just very good low-key restocks of items and the other one's very good at sneakers and and all things hype so i mean it's a good mix but i would really like to have other things coming in outside of those groups because you got to realize there's thousands of people in these groups i mean there may be a thousand people in each one so now i'm competing with four thousand other people on ebay and when you start to get into those sort of numbers with who you're competing with it's difficult now that does that's not to say that every person buys every item that's not how it works but there are a lot of people that know about every item and if they don't have a lot of capital saved up a lot of times the value of those items tanks out very quickly so i'm trying to learn what sorts of things i can go after that are way under the radar for a lot of people and i've done it before i've been able to find some stuff before the biggest like the biggest kind of disappointment is when you find something way before everybody else and it hasn't come out yet and then you find out like a day before it was supposed to come out one person in the group's like hey i heard this is coming out tomorrow and it's just like completely deflates you so that's happened before but what i'm trying to do is figure out the best way to get item leads and and generate leads for my business because discord's great and it'll it'll be there as long as as i can see in the future um but there's important 
there's important growth that comes with learning how to source for yourself and learning how to find leads yourself. And there's a lot of potential in sourcing and a lot of potential in profit if you can find leads yourself because that means you can find stuff that other people can't. Not everything is going to be found by every group. So you have opportunities that other groups will not take advantage of because you will come across them. And, and they may just not have the people allocated for it. Or think of it this way, you're using those groups to do the majority of your research and then that allows you to free up time to get into the very niche, very limited bulk things like that. So either way, that's kind of what, so either way, that's kind of what the, the synopsis that I have of the groups are is that they're very good and they do a very good job of giving you a general like all around picture of what's going on in reselling. For me, I want to be able to get a little deeper than that and be able to find stuff that other people can't be able to find stuff in case for whatever reason my Discord account gets hacked or, or whatever. Like there's so many different things that could go wrong. I would at least like to have that skill set. It's a valuable skill set that doesn't only just apply to reselling. So something that I've been working on just to improve myself as a reseller, as a business person, as just a person in general, is to be able to spot trends and spot which items are going to be big. And I've had some promising results so far, so I'm happy about it. So I worked on that for a while, and then we had a sneakers release today, and that was a very, very low-key release because nobody cared about it. And I get it. A lot of places have tax on clothing. I am fortunate enough to live in Pennsylvania right now where I don't have tax on clothing. So when I buy shoes and stuff like that, they don't have tax associated with them. So it allows for a little bit more profit. I mean, we're getting taxed five, six percent on stuff, and some states even have it up near like ten, which is completely ridiculous in my opinion. But that's for a different day. Um, when you're getting an extra ten to twenty bucks tacked onto the end of a shoe, it's going to really cut into your profits, and it's it's tough to continue to make money on these lower key shoes. So not as many people go after it. Or maybe the profit's just not there for them. But the way that I look at them is, okay, I'm not going to get that extra 10 to 20 bucks tacked onto the shoes, so I have a little bit of value that I can mine there because there's not going to be as much competition. The other thing is that these shoes are not super hyped. They're not off-whites. They're not fragments. They're not anything like that. They're not Travis Scott's. So nobody is going to freak out about these shoes. They're probably not even going to go for them. They're going to say, wow, that's, what is that, $30, $40 profit? Yeah, I'm not going to go for that. And then they'll just let it go. So for me, I look at the shoe. I say, okay, I'm going to get this shoe at cost, 190 I don't have to pay any tax on it, which is nice. And then I'm going to flip the shoe on eBay. There's no fees on eBay for sneakers that are over 100 bucks that are athletic shoes, so that's nice. So I can probably do pretty well with this based on the fact that there's not going to be many people going for it. I looked on Discord, one of the groups that I have was talking about how low the stock's going to be for the shoe. And it appeared to be relatively low compared to the other general release shoes that we've seen come out in the past. So. For that sort of thing, I just said, screw it. I'm going to go for a bigger size. I went for size 14 because that was the highest priced size on StockX and ended up hitting one out of very, very low stock. So that tells me not many people really wanted the shoe and definitely not many people with a big foot wanted the shoe, but definitely more people with a big foot wanted the shoe than more available. That's kind of what I concluded because I hit enough on sneakers and I keep my accounts pretty healthy by buying from Nike a good bit just because I buy on the sneakers app and I buy things when I see them pop up on Nike.com that I can flip. And so I think Nike kind of values my account. and They let me hit a little bit more on sneakers than I think some people do. So I hit that shoe on the sneakers app this morning, size 14, Jordan 12, uh, what were they called? The utilities, the Jordan 12 utilities. And they're a clean shoe. I mean, when you look at the shoe, the other thing that I liked is that they were a very clean colorway. I looked at it. I thought, man, that thing doesn't look too bad. It's not maybe my 
my favorite shoe, but somebody's going to wear that. A lot of people are going to look at that and say, okay, that's not a bad looking Jordan 12. And, and for a lot of Jordan 12s, they, they usually have some weird coloring on them or they're just not anything you can wear with a lot of different clothes. But those are kind of a clean shoe. Think about wearing those in the fall with a pair of jeans and stuff when you're going out. It's it, They're just a good looking shoe overall. Jordan 12s are supposed to be pretty comfortable too compared to maybe like a pair of Jordan 1s. So that's the other thing is that they're not, they're not a bad shoe to wear around. Clean colorway, very low stock on the sizing that I got. So yeah, just overall, I saw like everything kind of coming together and I thought this is a good shoe to go after. So I got a pair of size 14, listed it up on eBay and within probably an hour sold it for 250 bucks. So you look at that, I profited $60, no fees, minus shipping, which would probably be about 10 bucks to New York from my location. So overall, I'm looking at probably around 45, 50 bucks profit on this shoe. So just very, very good way to start your day. I mean, if I can encourage you to do one thing, if you see something that you can put 20 minutes of your time into and make 45, 50 bucks, that's 150 bucks an hour. That's just, that's way, way worth it for most of you. Most of you. Now, if you're somebody who values your time at 200 bucks, 300 bucks, 400 bucks an hour, then maybe you have to reconsider that, but you could always outsource that to a virtual assistant as well. So it's just something where you could definitely do really well with buying some of these shoes up. It just really depends on whether you have a process or not, and then whether you wanna do it or you wanna have somebody else do it for you, but you could definitely make very good return on your investment just by, by sourcing these shoes. You're doing it for 20 minutes and you make 45, 50 bucks, you're, you're doing really well with that sort of a time frame. So overall, good start to the day. I just ran to Walmart and there was a Walmart around me. I saw something pop up in one of the discords that I was in and they said, hey, go after this item. Looks like it's pretty good. And I looked at the comps on eBay, they looked solid. So I searched the Walmarts around me and found one for pickup. It was the only Walmart around me that had it and it was for pickup. It was like the only Walmart that had it for pickup. So I was pumped about that. Ended up picking that up and yeah, just overall that that was that's gonna be a good profit. Probably looking making 60 to 80 bucks on that. So again, like an hour of my time running there and back and I, it was pickup, so they brought it to me right in the parking lot. Well worth the 60 to $80 profit. Like not many jobs are gonna get you that. So that's the way I look at it. If I think I can make decent money and more money than I make as an engineer in about an hour or per hour, I guess, depending on how long it's gonna take, I'll do it because it makes sense. It's, it's good money. And I know that a lot of times people overvalue their time and then people don't value it enough. It really depends on what you're gonna be making from the investment. and whether or not it's worth it to you, whether or not you could be doing something better. So that's kind of what I, I, I looked at. I bought it last night, pretty pumped about it, and uh, it is what it is. So that's what you need to be doing. I mean, in my opinion, one of the best things you can do is trying to capitalize when you see an opportunity and then taking advantage of it. So other than that, it's gonna be a busy day. I got some work I'm gonna be doing for business planning, and then later on in the day, I'm gonna be doing some photos to generate some listings, have my virtual assistant make me some listings feel kind of bad for her because this week's just been super dead for me. I didn't get a whole lot sourced. I bought a couple things. They haven't arrived yet. So she's probably just like, hey, what's going on? I should reach out to her and I'm going to today. Just be like, hey, I'm very sorry. Like things have been quiet today, but, or things have been quiet this week, but overall things are going to pick up in the future. Just bear with me for these last couple of weeks while I'm at work and at work full time. So that's, that's the other thing. I got a couple things coming this week I'm pumped about. 
just low key stuff. That's the thing. If I can push one thing, it is very low key items, things that are not on anybody else's radar, things that are limited in restock, and and there's so many of them. It's just to me, it's it's tough trying to figure out what the niches are when you're trying to figure out what what sorts of items sell well. And some of the things that I see pop up in discords, I wonder if the person just wasn't talking to like a family member or didn't have this as a hobby and then looked around and realized that it was reselling very well or or what the issue was. I, I think a lot of people kind of from personal experience pick up on these items i'm trying to do it from the experience of saying hey this looks like something i've seen flip before let's let's get it flipped let's see if it works let's see if it's flippable let's see if it's out of stock oh it is let's list it on ebay see if it'll sell uh, once i get one in, in hand or whatever and then i can see if i can sell it so that's that's kind of what i'll be working on the rest of the day and it's just going to be busy i mean i was talking last night about q4 and and what you need to do for that I do think that you need to set a goal for Q4 as to what you want to do with it. I mean, sit down for an hour today, tomorrow, one day before Q4, plan it out, actually put it like in stone, set it in stone as a date, sit down for an hour and, and just write up a small plan for what you want to do for Q4. Because if you do that, you have a lot better sense of direction when you're going through all the craziness that happens in Q4, especially if you're doing retail arbitrage. Sometimes things get a little bit wild, they get crazy, you're up late, you're getting to bed late, you're waking up early, you're, you're getting things listed all the time. It just feels like you're in this constant cycle. If you have a goal and a plan in mind, or at least top of mind, or somewhere written down that you can read it really quickly and kind of reorient yourself, it will serve you well. I mean, it will be a very, very big help to you because when you're sitting there at I don't know, midnight, one in the morning, getting something listed and you're thinking, this sucks, why am I even doing this? You look back at that goal and you realize why you're doing it. And it's just a good reminder to you. And then writing it down is good because it actually kind of like ingrains it in your head a little bit better than just typing it out. So anyway, that's that's what I would recommend. Go make a goal for Q4, go hit it, and then just get after it this year. We got a lot going this year. I'm super pumped. It's a beautiful day out. Go enjoy a little bit of time with your family as well on the weekend because you don't always get that. Things change very quickly and you want to be able to maximize your time with your family, the people you care about and stuff. So go get after it. Have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.